How long before I can come out? Not too long. <laughs> Jack, we got this. Chris Mosier. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast. We haven't done this in a while. I just I just lost my flow completely. The creepy but necessary I podcast mean, uh, where Chris and I listen to every single episode. No, we, we watch him. We don't listen, listen we to watch him. I do. I mean, I listen. I, I watch and I listen. Okay. So. We, 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 do, we do some stuff. Uh, we absorb media and then we regurgitate it back to you guys and put a bunch of bad jokes in the middle of it. And you guys download it and like it. And you give us money yeah. on Patreon over at patreon.com slash monster of the week. And that's super cool. Thank you for doing it's that, very everybody. Cool. Thank you very much. Whew. We need to record more often, Chris, because I that yeah. was not good. <laughs> it doesn't help that I was uh, six sips deep into my water bottle when we started. Oh, good. So we just we just nailed this. What, what, is what I'm. I was gulping. I was gulping big Ooh. time. Anyway, Jeremy, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, my man. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. This episode was um, it was all right. We're gearing up. This is the penultimate episode of season 14. Um, we love a good penultimate. I, love, don't I just we? love using the word penultimate. <laughs> it's, a dis- it's, a, it's a deceivingly complex word that I could learn at a yeah. very young age that me- means exact, means something very clear and obvious and is spelled really easily. Like nobody has misspelled mm-hmm. penultimate in their, in their career no. as a writer. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's funny. You'll, you'll talk about the penultimate episode, but you won't, you won't call the finale the ultimate episode, no. which I think is fascinating. <laughs> which, and, uh, it gives, it gives penultimate more power <laughs> um and it's also like unless you're talking about the season five finale which i can in which case it probably is the ultimate episode mm-hmm. of, of supernatural mm-hmm. so yes yeah uh gonna get some hate comments for that one i don't do not care bring it on if you want to <laughs> submit your hate contents monsterweek.cool slash contact we're gonna do a uh um commentary episode jesus christ chris how long has it been since we podcasted I don't know. Um, do you want me to just read the thing? Or is yeah, that yeah, yeah. Do, whatever you okay. do right here, do it. I'm, I'm bad at this now. All right. 
desperate to undo his mistake. I'm sorry. Last time on Supernatural. That's what I always say. Thank you. Appreciate it. Last time on Supernatural, desperate to undo his mistake. Jack spirals further and further downward into darkness. With visions of Lucifer plaguing him and the guilt of of killing Mary haunting him, Jack has seemingly turned from the Winchesters, turned away from the Winchesters forever. Meanwhile, the boys in Castiel are left to reckon with not only Mary's death, but the realization that they have failed Jack and now they just might have to stop him. Yeah, so we're going to do season 14, episode 19, Jack in the Box, which is a pretty big clue that I did not pick up on until the end of this episode, (laughs) because I'll never remember what the names of these episodes are. Uh, This was written by our favorite group, Brad Buckner and Eugenie Ross-Lemming, and directed by Robert Singer. Uh, It's just when you go in with low expectations, sometimes you you come out feeling okay. Uh, This aired on April 18th, 2019, A Pillar of Salt. Sam, ah. Dean, and Castiel investigate a, sus- a string of suspicious deaths that have a biblical element to them. Once again, continuing the end of season 14, intern's career of writing one season, one, ep- one sentence episode notes for all of these episodes. Yeah. Uh, I love, my favorite part of this episode, and I didn't even write it down, is when they some biblical murder happens and then Castiel sees it and he goes, numbers, 23-6. Like the way he says it, as if he's just like, bars. He's got bars. He like, has he got... Just, something about his delivery was like he had just like hyped somebody up. I loved it. It's um all of the Bible quoting in this is very hilarious to me. Like it's I don't know yeah. it's just it's just very funny. This episode is really weird to me. Um, not the least of which is because it's a Buckleman episode that doesn't have any mm. sexual assault or derogatory terms for women or any any like I overtly think, um, sexual scenarios that the boys are put in against their will. No consent problems. Yeah. Like it's just where are you guys nope. at? You missed you missed your yeah, bingo was, card. I guess what happened? Was, <laughs> There was too much, too much at stake, and I guess there weren't enough women in the episode for them to. to oh, this is there it is. This is heavy, heavy stuff for us to be. <laughs> anyway, um, so there's there's a scene. I feel like I'm going to be a little a little harsh, um, on on some of what we see throughout this, but it's sort of I'm I'm just saying this now because towards the end, you know, I've been I've been a little annoyed, I guess, or maybe I don't know, frustrated with Dean's anger or overreaction in some ways, or or just his reaction in general rather than overreaction, um. Until we get to the scene, spoilers, where they meet up with Jack and Jack starts talking about what happened and the way that he talks about it. And I feel like I wish if it, this scene had happened and then we got all of Dean's emotions. Because um, to me, his reaction to that was so believable. And then everything that he had done before suddenly became justified to me. Um, anyway, we'll, we'll talk about it when we get there. But I just wanted to get that out of the way because it did become justified to me later on. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I, I feel like... Um we, we've talked a lot about Jensen, excuse me, Dean's anger problem as represented by Jensen Ackles. And um, it, it's, it's kind of on a pendulum. It swings back and forth for me a mm-hmm. lot. Like sometimes I think it's justified. Um, I, sometimes it's, it's a little hard to watch just with the people, the way, the way, the way that people react around him. Um, and, it, you know, years of character development and other things where it would lead you to believe that X, Y, or Z, but I don't know. Like there, there's a, there's a, a determined, Dean Winchester in this episode that is basically like we have this problem and we have to take care of it and there's a bloody mindedness to it right like there's mm-hmm. just like a stubborn mm-hmm. this is the way kind of kind of I, I guess personality to Dean that I actually really dig in this episode yeah. so yeah let's get into it um, let's talk about it let's let's do this shit um, okay so we start off with um, we're having like a gathering of hunters, the only other ones they know at this point. A uh, gathering of hunters at the bunker, kind of giving 
you know, a, a post-funeral party for uh, for Mary because nobody else was there for it. But she knew a lot of people. She was involved with a lot of people. Dean's giving this kind of awkward speech. I, I read it as awkward, and I think maybe it, it it's because he's uh, so fucking emotional. You can tell he's so angry and so sad, but he has to just, like, be chill and normal and just, like, give a regular, like, ha, ah, well, we miss our mom kind of speech. Meanwhile, he's, like, on fire inside. Um, so I, then you just get kind of awkward, Sam. This is my other problem with this season. <laughs> Sam just being this like meek little boy who just doesn't know how to react to anything anymore. Standing behind him. What happened to the um, chief? I don't know. <laughs> what happened? Like he was chief for like a minute. Like we barely, like has, when was the last time we saw Sam's biceps? Like I just, that was a core part of this for me. <laughs> with Sam's let, huge muscles for Let Sam seasons. have a beard and like, let's start calling him chief again. I'm just saying. You like, know, he. Remember his forehead veins and shit, dude. That mm-hmm. guy was like, I, I'm, I guess what I'm saying here is, I just, I just want Jared to get un, unhealthily huge again. <laughs> if they, that's had, what I wanted. If they had made Jack call Sam Chief, they would not be in the current situation that they are in right now. There would be too much respect mm-hmm. for Jack to have gone dark side. That's all I'm saying. That's right. That's been too, too that's much. That's right. If, if they had come back and he said, "Listen, I'm Chief from now on. It's Chief or it's or it's nothing." All right. All right, Jack. Um, I think that would have really kept things in line. You're right. So this um, is a, anyway, This so, is this is a very sweet. Uh, I guess the wake uh, or like yeah. Uh, yeah. memorial service. Yeah. Um, Dean says some nice things and uh, everybody says goodbye. And then like the stinger for this is that out of nowhere, an ax flies in from off screen and like embeds itself in some dude. Uh, and then you look <laughs> over and it was thrown by alternate Bobby, Bobby singer. Um, yeah. almost called him Bobby Winchester because that I haven't done that since for like five yeah. years. Um, and it's just some, it's just some wraith who had become to gloat over mary's death or something like that i did notice i didn't write it down but he's the only one who doesn't cheer yeah, he's, he's like, literally yeah. the only one that doesn't raise his drink i was like that's, that's awkward they yeah. just have this one random extra with his arms crossed looking like he doesn't belong here <laughs> there's and then, um, like, oh he was a wraith <laughs> actually pretty definitely done i thought that was really funny uh, i do think it's it's funny because like i mean they just y'all didn't have to have this in the bunker you know what I'm saying? Like, no, no. <laughs> I know you had to because it's a set, but also now everybody knows where this bunker is. And like hunters talk, <laughs> hunters talk a lot. That's <laughs> yeah. it's hunting and talking, and then saving people, and then that's it. Like that's what they do. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty rude that they didn't invite the bunker boys down. Absolutely. Um, Where's my guys? At? Because all where are my guys at? You know, they're just out front. What are they like checking people's tickets to come in? You would like, assume that they were, they were on, on race duty, but no, <laughs> yeah. they were not on <laughs> race work, duty. <laughs> I guess they're not working the door, so they just weren't invited. Um, Castiel mentions that like Mary would have probably appreciated a monster showing up at her funeral, which I think is probably pretty accurate. Um, Bobby asked Sam and Castiel how Dean is doing, uh, and Dean is just kind of packing up stuff. Uh, and Sam is like, hey, you know, catch left a good bottle of scotch here. Why don't we all hang out and have a drink and, and talk about mom? And Dean's like, isn't that what we've been doing for the last couple of days? Mm-hmm. Like, no, I don't really want to mm-hmm. do that. Um, and this is going to go back to like that thing that you mentioned, Chris, of this kind of simmering, like, got to keep a handle on the anger and resentment that I feel and, like, present myself as normal, which definitely does not look normal to anyone around me, but they can tell that I'm struggling no. to, to maintain, so they're just going to let me be kind of situation that Deed has throughout yeah. this episode. And it's not like any of this is bad or unjustified, as much as I complain. I just kind of... Um... I don't know. I feel like he doesn't have as much of a relationship with anybody in the last couple episodes. Um, you know, he he got really mad at Castillo. I just feel like him and Sam don't like he, they don't really like each other. They don't really speak to each other about anything. Like I just I don't know. 
losing their mom like this, you would think that you, we'd get to see some brother love. Maybe I'm just missing the old fashioned brother love. Because mm-hmm. um, it just, I don't know. I mean, we get a really, really human moment from Dean in a little while, and it's the most Dean he's felt in a really long time. He doesn't feel like as much of a caricature of himself. They both. Sam and Dean have both kind of felt like caricatures in some ways. And we have to, I mean, um, like, we, we have to maybe temper a little bit of this because, like, throughout most of season 14, he did have, he was, like, possessed by an angel and, like, struggling that's to maintain true. that I, angel. I, did, and, like, I did there's sort of forget about the entire plot of the season. <laughs> that is true. So, that like, there was, do, he was going through point. some stuff. <laughs> well, he had some things going on. Yeah, yeah there's, uh-huh, there's been uh-huh. some problems, but, yeah. Um... They get into the kitchen Noted. Where, Noted. Uh, where Bobby grabs some beers. They're looking at young pictures of Sam and Dean and kind of reminiscing. Um, Bobby starts demanding to know what uh, what went down, and uh, everyone seems kind of reticent to tell him. Dean shows up. Uh, he's he's not in the mood to talk about Jack at all, and he's just saying, like, hey, I'm leaving. I'm out of here. I got I to gotta get some space, mm-hmm. and I want to do it by myself. Um, Dean leaves, and Bobby is, is pretty clear, like, if Jack killed Mary, uh, that means that he is an archangel, or basically an archangel, a Nephilim, with a huge amount of power that is Breaking Bad, and I'm going to get my group together, and I'm going to go find him and murder that dude, period. Yeah. Yep. That's that's pretty much where, you know, Cass is, keeps saying, like, no, we need to try and save him, bring him back. Um, but Bobby and probably Dean are fully on the train of, like, no, we got to hunt this dude. That's enough is enough. Yeah. We switch over to Jack, who is hanging out at the... Uh, now dry wet pipe dry pipe pipe factory uh and remembering mary's last moments all the screaming and whatnot um he kind of out loud wishes that his mother was there to help him and that's when lucifer shows up um mm-hmm. lucifer is going to obviously is a part of jack's conscious for those not keeping track at home this is not the real lucifer uh this is just you know lucifer as possessed as as he is possessing his last meat suit uh nick and telling Jack a bunch of mean things, basically. Uh, I'm glad. Mm-hmm. I'm glad my conscience doesn't do this to me constantly in the form yeah. of Mark Pellegrino. Like I have enough just battles. The worst, the worst guy you know. <laughs> I have enough battles <laughs> with my consciousness of just making myself do stuff and be a person yep. and yep. and actually like you know be normal without it like represent, being represented by Mark Pellegrino. And I'm very happy for that. Yeah. So it's, it's, thanks. Yeah, we get it's small blessings. You know, we got to take what we can. <laughs> Um, but he starts telling him, telling Jack, um, who wants to go and apologize and explain what happened to the Winchesters, uh, Lucifer is rightfully telling him, um, no, you're on your own now. They hate you. There's no going back. Yes. Um, and it's it's pretty simple. He doesn't have their DNA, right? Like, he's, mm-hmm. he's he, they basically treated him as a, as a pet. And, like, they never really actually truly loved him at all. And there's not going to be any way that he can make it up to the Winchesters. Um, so just like a real, like a, just a, a real nega Lucy in this episode. Mm-hmm, <laughs> He's a real mm-hmm, nega Lucy. Mm-hmm. Um, and we switch over to Dean, who has parked the car. Um, I really like this scene a whole lot. Yeah, um, me too. It's, me it's too. a nighttime scene. Is... It's outdoors. We don't, we, we get very few of these, uh, especially with the lingering camera angles uh, as the camera kind of slowly zooms in. We realize that he is just out there by himself, just crying his eyes out because his mom is dead. Just crying his eyes out. It's it's this is the, what I was talking about. This is such a human moment, and it brings Dean back down for me. Um, to the, I don't know. I guess this is this is kind of what you expect, right? Um, him to be alone and and need to cry, but it, it makes up for a lot of the lashing out and a lot of the tension that I felt from this whole thing. Um, 
it's and, and he looks up at a certain point and I was worried he was gonna like say something and it might like break the moment but he doesn't he doesn't say a thing and it's just it's it's just like you Dean is you know 10 years younger 20 years younger suddenly like he just he, and he's just crying he's just a kid crying who lost his mom and it's it's really sad it's really effective uh, and it brought Dean back down to earth for me yeah I mean he's 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 a guy going through um probably the second worst pain in his life right like he's already mm-hmm. been through this with his mother when he was a child so I don't think that makes this any easier but it you know he's obviously a little bit more well prepared to deal with it and um yeah there's there's nothing like losing a parent and he's had to do it several times throughout the years which is a huge <laughs> bummer yeah um and i guess you know even just reflecting on all the complaining i've done it's like when you look at how he reacted to john dying um it makes sense it like you know changed him for a whole half a season basically um so yeah he i mean he put a hole in the impala that's unheard of. So I guess crying in the woods is a pretty healthy way to deal with things. <laughs> <laughs> this is better. This is better than uh, better. completely trashing the Impala. Yes. Uh, I don't. Was that John that died? Did he trash the Impala or Sam? What was? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, when John. He found out John sold the soul. That's I think it. to yeah. save Dean. So that's what you know. That pissed him off. And of course, he's this whole situation. He's all wrapped up in the fact that you know they tried to give Jack a home, give him a chance, train him, teach him right, and then this ended up happening. So it's you know, it's complicated. It is complicated, uh, and we're going to further complicate it by going to heaven, where Castiel mm-hmm. runs into everybody's favorite angel, Duma. Um, he demands At least Cass is trying to do something, right? Castiel's <laughs> being proactive, man. Uh, yeah. He wants to see Naomi, but uh, nobody. But we, it's revealed that Duma and company have thrown Naomi into uh, angel prison. Um, mm-hmm. Is it? Is it? Is it really a heaven if there's a prison? May I ask you? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I would really, argue not. Is it really? Yeah. Is it really? A if it perfect, needs a prison, if, if it, it needs, needs a, a prison, prison. <laughs> is it really the perfect place? Um, um, but they they threw her in because she wasn't able to protect heaven against the empty. And I'm like, Duma, you weren't able to protect yourself against the empty. So I think that you yeah, should be. You were you were literally were the empty. This is just a power grab. I think this is a power grab. Yeah. People say, well, we didn't like Naomi anymore. Uh, also, we couldn't get her back because she's been directing and she wasn't available to act. Um, <laughs> so we threw it. We threw it a cage. We brought Duma back because Chris and Jeremy liked her. Um, so. <laughs> Here we are. But um, yeah, Cass is up there um, and he is trying to get Duma to help him find Jack. Um, he explains that, you know, he he was trying to do something good, but unfortunately, Jack burned away most of his soul in the process of it. And now they need to get a get a handle on him and, and rehabilitate him and bring him back. Um, and Duma, man, she'd be scheming. She's scheming. She can't help but be scheming. Maybe, maybe that's maybe that's the buck limiting here. Is that they just take her, who has always been like, I, I guess, a, like a good guy. She's a good guy, uh, and now now she be scheming. Suddenly, she's just she's just trying to grab some power, manipulate Jack, manipulate Cass, um, which is fine. I don't I don't really care. Um, but it, it's a slight turn for her, and you can tell right away as soon as Cass starts telling her, she's like, "Wait, I can get my fingers in this." I um. She also she's also got jokes. Uh, because when Castiel, Duma brought jokes. Hey, who when, knew? When Castiel kind of explains what happened to Jack, he says, uh, "She says, so you're telling me that he lost his capacity for good in an act of goodness, um, describing <laughs> you know how he you know burned up his soul trying to save everybody from Michael." Um, Duma agrees to help them. I just I just really like that line a whole lot. Uh, and then we go back to the bunker where mm-hmm. Dean arrives. Uh, Sam is is still looking for Jack. He's very worried that Bobby and Bobby's crew uh, will will find 
Jack first, and if that happens, and Dean interrupts and says Jack's going to kill every single one of them. Like, there's no question in Dean's mind that like Bobby's not gonna Bobby and his crew is not gonna do anything. Yeah. Um. And then Sam kind of has this moment of, I guess, introspection where he tells Dean that he's been thinking about Mary and how for most of people in the world, it's you know these these things when someone dies, it's it's not about belief it's about hope and faith um mm-hmm. it's about having faith that things are real that they're in a better place gods and angels um but they you know they know for a fact that mary is with john in the <laughs> in the best place in the world that has a prison yeah, yeah, um yeah and you know dean responds to this in a very dark way and says when he brought mary back there wasn't even enough of her there wasn't even enough of, of left of her left enough of her left for him to bring back like when he mm-hmm. deconstructed her, basically when he you know killed Mary, he deatomized her essentially. Um, and to take this really nice thing that your brother is saying about your mom being in a very special, happy place, and to go like, yeah, she there wasn't enough for us to lift to bury, or essentially mm-hmm. like seems really <laughs> like Dina's in a dark place right now. It's very dark. It's very dark. Um, and again, not on a justify, but I'm like, dude, like that hurts Sam. Like I thought you're supposed to be. I don't know. It's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. And again, I wish that all this had come after they had like a meeting with Jack. Um, because that moment right there, I was like, all right, I'm on team Dean now. Fuck this kid. Absolutely. <laughs> it's hard not to just, be but... team Dean right now, to be honest with you. Like I have a real hard time at team, team Dean when it comes to what he's doing with, um, Jack in this episode, but we'll get. There. Oh yeah. Yeah. That I just, I just wish that, I mean, I'm repeating myself here. I want, I want Dean to have, positive relationships with Sam and Castiel. And right now there's, that's just not being written into the show. Yeah. Um, what happens here? Duma shows up at the dry pipe factory. Mm. Um, she is there to very obviously manipulate Jack. I think if I have one complaint about this episode, it's, uh, just how straight up naive Jack is and everything. Um, yeah, it feels it feels kind of like a regression, which I'll just blame Buckleming for. But at the same time, like I don't know, like it seemed like we were getting really nuanced Jack of him struggling with what the Winchesters would do in any given situation. Um, and then this, he just seems like a fucking puppy dog who could just be led to do yeah. anything. Um, and I guess you know he he's lost his soul, even though even with the with what the Winchesters do, Compass. But now he's done something so bad, he's he just doesn't even know how to. He's he's very and he's a very vulnerable state right now, so I guess he's he's susceptible to anything that comes at him. He just so badly wants, I think, somebody to tell him that it's okay. That the first person who does, Duma, um, he's just will, willing to go right along with her. And she tells him that she has a that he has a glorious destiny. Um, that just because he made a mistake doesn't mean that he doesn't deserve redemption. Um, he, she talks about how in the olden days mortals respected God in heaven, and that Jack can bring those days back. Um, he could save heaven and that would save so many people and think about how happy saving people would make Sam and Dean like real simple, mm-hmm. like connect the dots kind of situation here. But Jack is just eating it up left and right. Like he's like, really? It would, that would make Sam yep. and Dean yep. happy. Okay. Um, and I, I, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like it feels like Jack it, is a little yeah. bit smarter than this, but like maybe not, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, Hey, I, maybe he's not. We'll, we'll chalk it up to, to Buck Lemming and, and his emotional uh, state of mind yeah. right 
Um, which I guess all of this goes to prove that Jack does still have some soul left if he's this anguished over everything that's happened. Yeah, because I can tell you, soulless Sam in season six would not give a shit. Would not have given a fuck. <laughs> like he would have. He would have just like if Dean started like getting on his case about accidentally like killing Mary, he'd be like, "Okay, yeah, my bad." And as soon as Dean went to sleep, he'd be like, "I'm just gonna fucking put a pillow over his head." Yeah, <laughs> like, or, or I don't care. You're nagging me. Leave me alone. Soulless Sam. Jack isn't like that. Soulless Sam would have just walked out the door and been like, "You guys are still talking about this? I, I gotta go. I don't. I don't really have time which, for this." Maybe that just says more. <laughs> about sam that it does a soul but um he, you know he was different back then he was always walking out and then we're, we're going to start into our our murders of this episode uh we start out with a dr tate who has made his whole career on being an atheist and teaching people that god isn't real uh there's some real like uh direct kind of i guess quote unquote jokes where jack is like well i'm the son of i'm the grandson of god and blah 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 mm-hmm. as they Tell this person, um, like, hey, either you're going to tell all of your followers that God is real or we're going to murder you. And, of course, the guy doesn't believe anything. So Jack turns him into a literal pillar of salt. Yeah. Um, later on, I, I started to understand what the thesis of these uh, murders were, which was, I think, to get angels, right? Humans to become angels. Yes. But right now I'm like, oh, I guess they're just killing people they don't like. <laughs> Just kill a non. Does that help heaven if they get rid of anti theists or whatever? Yeah, like I mean, sure. And I, I've got a list you can start with too, Duma, if you need yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> um, just go to like, just go to Reddit. Yeah. Um, just just fucking nuke Reddit, man. Like I would, nobody would be mad at you. Sam and Dean would be happy with this. And take any Reddit. anyone in any gamer forum, and, and there you go. Yeah, yeah. get out of here. <laughs> um, so. He's turned to salt, and we jump over to the boys, uh, where Castiel has arrived and said that, hey, heaven agreed to help us. And Dean's like, yeah, that's never really worked out in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam has, of course, found this murder. Uh, Dean thinks that it might be an angel, but uh, Castiel says an, an ordinary angel doesn't have the power to turn somebody into a pillar of salt. Um, yeah. And then they, f- so they start finding more. Uh, a woman was buried alive. Yeah, they alive. find this other woman who's, yeah, somebody who's been turned into a pillar of pepper, which Castile had to dig <laughs> deep for it. that, um, for that Bible one. Uh, yeah, so... The, what you do you know, mean they're, it's they're, a pillar of human? <laughs> Baby, we got to cook off. You should have stopped a pillar of pepper. Come on, Jack. Um, now, okay, we go back to over and we see... A pillar just, of fried chicken breast. Oh, no. Pillar, what are we going to do oh, with this? Oh, come on. <laughs> somebody called Donatello. Um... <laughs> We uh, we go back to Duma and Jack. They're back in heaven. Um, she's telling Jack, "Hey, buddy, you did a great job. Let me butter you up a little bit. Get you to do whatever the hell I want. Uh, manipulating the hell out of him." Um, and she starts asking him to forge human souls into angels. Which you know, is this a is this a new lore dump? Is this? Do we know about this? We did not know about this. Uh, and she specifically <laughs> says that like he's not God, so he can't just create them. He needs to mm. you know transmogrify wow. a, a human soul into an angel soul um pretty epic I, I think this is really this is actually kind of interesting in like a it is actually kind of interesting. like I, 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 I like the idea of um like these these leftover angels being like we need more of us because the last time we heard like heaven was crumbling because there wasn't a lot of angels up there mm. it's something that got me, me and you both very excited <laughs> and then it never went anywhere um yeah. we're gonna release 16 billion souls like it's really just 16 billion yeah. um but i like i like the idea of angels being able to scam this but not actually be able to perform the the spell or perform the magic to, to make it happen like it mm-hmm. has to be jack to do this yeah um and i don't know how exactly how it works he just 
add power to the human soul. It's reborn as an angel. Fine. I don't, I don't care. That's totally fine. Um, it, it's, um, yeah. Anyway, I trusted you, Duma. Okay. I trusted you. And here you are. <laughs> I guess what she's doing isn't really bad, right? I mean, like, so, <laughs> I mean, so not on like this. I mean, we know angels suck. Yeah. But I guess she's just trying to like, like we got infinite demons down in hell i think we need more than like 11 angels on the scale of like what angels have done throughout the entire run of supernatural like this doesn't seem that bad because like i mean those they're gonna he is i mean they're murdering people they're definitely murdering people but the people that jack turns into angels volunteers he asks and they're like that sounds sick i mean i don't think they mean literally turn me into an angel um but you know Whatever. I'm just saying, like, if someone comes up to you and, and says, I can turn you into an angel, will you come with me? And you say yes, then, like, after that, it's kind of on you. Like, whatever happens after that, like, if you didn't do your due diligence to make sure that they weren't going to rip out your soul and turn it into wings or something, like, that's on you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And honestly... So anyway, I'm, I'm hoping that season 15 sees both Sam and Dean transformed into angels. Oh, finally. Uh, and we get a lot more... Um, uh, what are the the wire the wire fights? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> like we, how yeah, many? Just a lot of that. How many see. more cases could they solve if they didn't have to drive in between? Like if they yeah. could just blip yeah. to you know fucking Nowhereville, Texas. Like if they and went just, to Paris, just a highlight Texas. reel. Yeah, yes, just a highlight reel of them just wasting monsters. I think that's what I said I wanted the final season to be was just like or like the final episode was just like just like greatest hits hunting and that's it. <laughs> but I know that's not what we get. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. We don't know. Um. So yeah, they. Duma takes Jack to a small church uh, where there's a congregation of people. Um, they they convince them that they're going to be angels, and then they, um, as they're about to leave, like all of these people are like kind of enraptured, right? Like they're all like uh, just staring up, you know, not blinking. Like the pastor comes in and he's like, "Yeah, that's not how any of this works. This all seems bad." And then they just. Um, what do they do to this guy? They they kill him in a specific. Yeah, uh, Jack Jack turns him to worms. There he's gonna make worms oh, come God, out of the yes. guy. He doesn't even kill him. How did I forget about this? Just, this is the worst. He just death. Makes worms come out of him. Yeah, this is the worst death in the history of supernatural. Like Jack looks at him, and this dude's like fucking pores start spewing out worms and worms, and I am uh, horrified. It's awful. I cannot stand mm-hmm. it. It's mm-hmm. super gross. It, it, it's not a good thing to do to somebody. He quotes the Bible too. I'd love to know when Jack learned that shit. Um. But yeah, he uh, it's this is a pretty interesting scene, you know, for, and I just to step back for a second when he sits in the throne of God or whatever, where Duma says, hey, this is where God would listen to people's prayers. Go there and sit and see and see, just see what happens. Uh, he sits there and he sits there so uncertainly in that in that throne that I'm wondering if we're later going to see Jack sit in that chair again, if it's going to be some symmetry. Not not going to hold my well, breath we've on seen, that. But we, just, we saw Lucifer do this, too. Right. Like, I, yeah, I think that's probably yeah. what they were calling um, him to. Yeah, you're probably right. Anyway, um, here he is, turns everybody into angels, turns this guy into fucking worms or whatever. Um, <laughs> so fucking horrifying. And then yeah. and then Sam Dean and Castiel go interview this dude in the hospital um, where he is just <laughs> covered in bandages, looking like the fucking invisible man. And mm-hmm. the boys are like, get the information, confirm it was Jag, like, you know, do the ID, leave. And then this dude's whole body erupts <laughs> in worms and he dies. And yeah, I'm like, a worm... Oh, I, does man. he die? I thought a worm just came out of his mouth in the scene. I, I are assume. You just a, are you just? I, are you just imagining more horrors? I assume that once the worms start coming out of your mouth, they do not stop. Like I assume that After. that's just that's just. I mean, once it happens, yep. I would. Uh, I'm not saying I would like. Mm, mm. After all the things that happened to this man, or he explains what happened to him, he tells the boys what they need to know. And Dean just looks at him like, well. 
feel better. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's genuinely so like stuck. He's like, what do I even say? I got a lot going on with me, but this seems worse. <laughs> I got to get the fuck out of here because I'm starting to feel weird about this entire situation. Oh my god, what um like. I know, like the whole a lot, of, like one of the whole things about Supernatural is that uh, you know Castiel and Dean and Sam over the years have rejected the preset destiny. Uh, Chuck has set up this universe so that people have choice. The angels have tried to, you know, manipulate choice to look like fate. And like I know there, there's no set path for any of these people, right? Like I know that Chuck didn't like mm. lay out all of time before everybody until everything ends, but like. What if he did, and what if he was like, this dude gets to survive for one extra day so that he Ugh. can tell Dean <laughs> that it was Jack, and then he has to Ugh. die by worm? Like, what if he just yep. had to live with the worm pain for an extra 24 hours as a plot point, as a fucking footnote to Dean Winchester's life? <laughs> yep, yep. Like, if you found your dog's poop like this guy, you'd have to take it to the vet, man. This is fucked up. This is fucked dude, up. Dude, you would immediately go to the vet. Like, I would, I would. Yeah. oh my God. Like, I'd go to the emergency vet. If it was 9 p.m., I'd be like... I'm sorry, Rosie. Me and you were taking a ride, and I'm putting you in a diaper before we leave. <laughs> Rosie, frankly, at the volume of, of worms, I'm not sure we're going to make it. <laughs> I'm very concerned about everything that's happening right now. Do not I might like be dropping this. you off on the, on the, in front of the hospital and leaving. Easily the worst death we have ever seen in Supernatural. Like, I... I, I yeah. Top ten for sure. And we don't even see him die. Like, I mean, no. death by barbed you just wire. Vividly, you, you vividly imagined it. De- decapitation by barbed wire. Like, you know, gruesome. And yeah, but that's like stone cold. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's cool. This is fucking hard. This is some Hellraiser yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? This is like, oh, I don't know, man. I just, this is, this is. This is like when I'm, if I'm, you know, Jensen Ackles and I'm reading the script, I hand it back to Buck Lemming and I say, you take that back. Can you, uh, can you, <laughs> you, dial you don't do that to that man. You take that back. Come on. I don't even know this extra, but you're going to make him go through a lot of cosmetics. You got, the, you got the extra being like, you being like, no, 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 it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Like, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy. To, you know, I'm working. I got a job and I'm, I'm on Supernatural. I love the show. I'm happy to be here. Uh, he's just starting to, you know, breathe a little heavier. He's like, you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I totally got totally totally it. I'm not worried about it. It's totally fine. <laughs> wait, 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 till the, wait till the extra <laughs> finds out that it's real worms. He's like, wait a minute. Oh, no. Nobody, wait, 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 nobody said this was real worms. <laughs> And Jets, it's like we gotta. Who do I call? I should have more power here. We're really doing the worms thing. <laughs> this is why I demanded to be an executive producer in season fifteen, so I can overrule decisions like this. No more worms. <laughs> no more worms. It's supernatural. Um. Anyway, uh, so we go back over to the bunker where um, Dean has has after seeing this worm shit. Okay, wait, hold on. Yeah, this now this making a whole lot more sense. Dean sees that worm shit. He goes, "Yeah, no, we're stopping Jack once and for all." I'm not going to try and hide my anger anymore. I'm not going to try and pretend like I don't want to fucking murder him. Uh, I do, and we should, and let's do this, because that worm thing was fucked up. It was so fucked up that I asked him to take it out of the script, but they kept it, and Jack has to go. Yeah. You know, actually, I didn't think about this. I'd, I've just been, like, thinking about the worm kill in an, mm-hmm. in kind of a in kind of a void, like a no-context void. The fact that, no, like, yeah, that, like, Jack would just immediately went to the worm kill, like, super he fast. He did the worm thing, dude. He didn't do the, he didn't do the salt thing again. He didn't do the salt he didn't thing. Fi- like, he didn't strike him with lightning. Straight or to worm. Or turn to ash or whatever. Yeah, dude. Um, like, there's so he many. He went to worms, dude. I mean, like. That's a deep cut. It's a, it's a deep cut. It's a disgusting cut. And, like, it's zero to, like, a hundred, right? Like, I mean, like. Dude, it's zero to worms. <laughs> 
Why did you give me worms, dude? Like you went zero to worms, went... Jack. You gotta go, bro- brother. You know, I I talked a lot of shit coming into season thirteen with with old Jackie boy here. I came around on him, but brother, I'm telling you, you earned you earned those those years of hate that I gave you because the worm thing that was dark, dude. One... That was dark. <laughs> you undid so much goodwill with one worm. I'm back on Team Dean, brother. I'm back on Team Dean. <laughs> He's gotta go. Get he this guy out of here. So much goodwill by what? Just one wormy guy. <laughs> That's it. Come on, one wormy guy. You get, you get one one wormy guy versus twenty seven episodes of Jack. We gave you the world, win. and you gave us this wormy guy. You gave us one wormy guy. Um, you know, I I actually this is joking aside, I guess. But like, if if Dean's violent, we gotta kill him. Came right now and started right now. I'd be all on board. Uh, I think I was just so shocked by it because I would almost, I guess, rather see him in shock in the in mourning. Like I can't, I can't even wrap my head around what's going on here. But even as I say that, I'm very contradictory on this. I can't fucking keep my story straight. As I say that, I do remember there was a lot of time through season thirteen and fourteen where Dean was kind of like, I don't, I mean. I kind of think we should just kill him. Y'all are like making me love him and it's happening, <laughs> but I still think that we should kill him. I still think that's the good thing to do. I forgot that that was kind of like his whole thing. Yeah, definitely. You know, I take it back. I'm on, yeah, I'm, I'm on team Dean. Dean was, De- I take it back. De- Dean was like the dad who did not want to adopt the dog and then ends up like, yep. The, and then he's the one, he's the one that, he's the one who ends up having to, to walk it, but he also loves it the most. Yeah, yeah. The dog is like sleeping on the dad's chest in the, in the living room. Yep. You know what I'm saying? They're both napping out mm-hmm. watching fucking mm-hmm. Wheel of Fortune. Yep. Like it's it's that situation, and then the dog poops on the carpet, and he's like, "Well, in, in, into the Malik I was box. right <laughs> all along. I was right." <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, anyway, so, so yeah, they, we go back to the bunker where Dean has come up with the idea um, of putting. And I love, I actually love this because we had this such this, this serious thing with Dean building the Malik box and all this shit, and and then okay, we're not gonna do it. Never mind. But nope, circling back, I was actually very pleased at the at the. The plot manifesting this way. Yeah, he says it, is we, check check offs uh, check offs Malik box. Absolutely. Uh, yes. But yeah, like in saying like, hey, we we gotta we can't kill him. Like, there's we have nothing that can possibly kill him, um, and we certainly won't be able to force him in. So we're going to have to trick him by telling him that he has to stay in the box long enough for us to fix his soul with the spell. And of course, Sam's like, what what spell? And Dean's like, well, there's not a spell. Like. You have mm-hmm. to be the one to tell him this. Like you have to tell him, and you have to sell it because you've always been in his corner. So you have to convince this dude to just jump up in this box so I, we can seal him away forever. Um, Yikes! I I feel like like Sa- Sam is extremely hesitant uh, when Castiel hears about this plan. He is very much against it. Uh, yeah, this, this is not something that good guys do. It's. I mean, <laughs> the boys have done worse. Uh, they haven't really done worse. <laughs> That's to, that is true to family. But also, like, yeah. how is this different than putting Sam in Bobby's creepy room under the fucking five-story apartment complex mm-hmm. that he used to live in to, to wean him off demon blood? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's the exact same situation. Mm. Um, yeah. And I'm not mad at Dean for it. I'm mad at Dean because, as we're going to find out, he just is like, all right, problem solved. Like, let's walk away forever. Yeah. As opposed to being like, okay, now that he's in the box, let's actually find a way to fix him. Let's figure out how yeah. we can do this. Or like... Fix him or kill him. Or kill him, Because yeah. leaving, leaving your, like, surrogate son trapped for eternity in a box is pretty... It's pretty fucking dark. That's pretty dark. I mean... Um, it's better than leaving him alone in North Louisiana. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> apparently. Apparently. Um, Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. This would be the one episode I, that my dad decides to listen to, and he's like, ouch! <laughs> 
damn, Jeremy. I just wish. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want. I get it. Yeah, this is this is a solid plan. It makes sense. I understand. They got to yep. they got to do this. They have to do this. Um, I think the the heartbreaking thing here is that Dean wants Sam to what feels like yeah. betray Jack using the trust that they have built over the last like two or three years. And that's where things start getting really sticky. Is mm-hmm. like they Sam and Dean had gone through this trust shit back in season four where more or less it comes down to Sam if you had just trusted Dean none of this would have happened even if you still drank the demon blood and did all this if you had just trusted him and been on his team or you guys have been on the same team and been honest with each other none of this the apocalypse wouldn't have happened right so you know trust is a big thing it's caused issues with them before in season seven or whatever whatever fucking season it is when Dean murders Sam's old Kitsune girlfriend um there's always random shit like that where like one of them will just go behind the other's back for no goddamn reason they violate that trust which all feels like it's in the past now so to have that kind of issue come back up and even though it's a way different situation it's still it feels like you can see the pain on sam's face as he's like fuck like i kind of know you're right dean but this is bad and you know and it sucks to have to see dean ask Sam to do this. You know, he doesn't want to put Sam in that position, yeah. but he's got to. Because him asking, Jack's going to be like, no, I think you want to murder me. <laughs> a- absolutely. Yeah. I'd, it's, you know, I, as I was watching this, I was like, man, like, how could you fault Dean for wanting to do this? Um, and I, like, when Cast- when, we're, when we see Castiel be like, absolutely not. Like, no, no, what? I can't believe you did this. And I'm like, ah, dude, like at, this, like, at the same time, I get both sides of this, which is why I think, like, the the when I mentioned Dean's bloody mindedness early, like his stubbornness throughout this episode, which is mm. something that they like talked about Mary being right. They talked about Mary being stubborn at the very beginning during her funeral, um, or her wake or memorial or whatever. Like Dean's like stubbornness of like we have to take care of the situation. I think makes a lot of sense. I actually kind of like that it's like weird morally gray. Like I like it's in this mm. weird morass of morals and ethics that's like you know it's not the fucking trolley problem like it's it's a weird situation that they got themselves into and there's no right answers um so yeah anyway uh where where are um it's compelling okay so back in no all right uh castiel he doesn't want this to happen so he goes back to the back to the playground um and he says hey i need to get into heaven but the guard at the door is like yeah no heaven's closed and he's like Castiel just being Castiel is like, what do you mean? I was j- just in there. Like, I could see there's other shoppers in there. What do you mean it's close? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and there's uh, and a, there's goes, a no, family just... eating right there in the window. Why can't yeah, I come in? I can see him. I can see him. I'm, you can just let somebody else in. Um, and he goes, yeah, no, it's just close to you, Castiel. And Castiel is like, motherfucker, no, it's not. This guy draws a blade, and um, that's it. That's the, the end of the scene for now. Yep. So we don't know what's going to go down. Um, then back up in heaven... We see uh, Jack working his magic on all these people that he brought up, and he is turning them into angels. And there's like elation in the room, even amongst the people being changed. I mean, and they're probably hypnotized or whatever. But as they become angels, everybody's like, "Yo, this fucking rocks! This, this is great! This is, this is <laughs> a dope party! Right this is great! This is, <laughs> <laughs> these uppers, man! I swear, I tell you, you guys. I mean, do y'all always party like this? We can smoke weed in here, right? It's not like I can get arrested and be sent to prison, right? Like, there's no jails in this around. This is just a great. Oh wait, what? Oh, okay, Doom okay, is like okay. no, play, plays up. Um, 
it walks Arabeo, who is the homeless guy. Uh, but it's not mm. it's not the actual angel. It's just Castiel carrying the angel like he's a person for some reason. Yeah, uh, he just he's got him at knife point, I guess. And then um, we've learned in the last couple episodes that Castiel can suddenly kick ass again. Who knows? Uh, so Jack sees him and is super excited. Look, I'm making all of these angels. Castiel pulls Duma to the side and starts like this is going to be like him distracting uh, Duma to get him away, get her away from Jack for a while. Um, be- See, okay, I I didn't even know if that's what it was. I was thinking that makes sense. That does make sense. But there was a part of me that's like, oh no, Castiel hates their plan, so he has decided he is going to go against them and get to Jack as soon as he can to try and stop this from happening because he still wants to redeem Jack, right? Uh, meanwhile, Sam and Dean have decided we're going through with this other plan. Oh, and okay. it was like they're like racing against each other. Not exactly against each other, but like Castiel, I, I was reading it as he's trying to get to Jack before anything can happen. Um, or, or he was distracting Duma. Either way, it works. Uh, yeah, I guess because he, but, he is like Castiel isn't in on the plan. All we see is Dean tell Sam, like, I want you to pray to Jack. Like, you've always been the one to reach out to him. You should be the one to do it. So we don't necessarily know that Castiel is in on these plans. Mm. So I don't I don't know. Um, I yeah I, I I guess I guess I don't know. But the outcome is uh, Castiel pulling Duma to the side, and we're going to kind of cut back and forth for a little while. Um, so um, Sam starts talking to Jack. Uh, mm. You know, we we want to see you. We 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 think it'd be good to meet up. Our mother would want it. Your mother would want it. Um, Castiel continues. We want to things to go back to the way that they were before. That line is real tricky. Yeah. Um, Jack starts hearing Sam. Uh, Castiel and Duma start arguing a little bit more. Uh, Duma eventually threatens Castiel, saying, "You know, it's real easy. Like Mary and Jack, or excuse me, Mary and John are up here in the world's best heaven that has a jail. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. but you know, that doesn't have to happen. Like I can do whatever I want. She's to do contractually people. obligated to say world's best heaven in with air quotes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she has to do the the little the finger motion every single time." Yeah. Uh, and you know, she says, you know, I could, I could end that. Like, I can, I, you know, I can hold that over you, basically, as a, as a threat. And Castiel just fucking murders her. He just like stabs yeah, her in the dude. stomach. Which I would. Castiel has had enough. He's had enough of Duma. Which seems crazy to me that the stakes are this high that he's murdering angels dude. in heaven. He's, like, this is fucking. He's nuts. frothing. He's frothing. This is wild because he is... does not. He does not want this happening. This... He does not want him. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. It, mm. Anyway, Sam continues praying. Uh, <laughs> um, and at the bunker, Jack shows up. Um, yeah. So um, he immediately tells them, like, hey, I've been purifying the world. Hey, guys. Great to see great you. To I've see. been doing some great good stuff. I've been... It was so nice to hear from you. And that's, this is, dude, right when he shows up and he's being the same naive, like, look at me. I'm a good boy. I, like, Sam is, like, you know, he's he's going through it. But Dean behind him, who's just, like, I want to I wanna unload on this kid right now. Um <laughs> And with every word out of Jack's mouth, I was like, oh, brother, you're in trouble. Right. You're in trouble. The way he dehumanizes Mary in the whole situation. And it's not like he's trying to. It's just the the, the naivety of somebody who doesn't understand what they did was wrong. Like, you told them it was bad. And they go, okay, I'm sorry. Anyway. Um, and then they don't change their behavior or whatever. But, like, because Jack doesn't know. He's too young. Or too naive, rather. Um, he doesn't understand the situation. So, just seeing, like, 
all of this dawn on Dean <laughs> as this is like the scene is unfolding. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. It's rough. Uh, and, and like just the language that Jack is using during this about purifying the world. Uh, he talks about uh, that he doesn't want this no soul thing to become an issue. Jack's saying that he snapped uh, and that he, that he forgives, that they hope he hopes that, you know, they forgive him <laughs> for the accident. Dean, like, can't even move. <laughs> like, he, he's, like, not even, like, blinking. He's trying so hard to control himself. Dean is 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 struggling. And I think this is a fucking acting clinic on, on both Jensen and it, Jared. Like, Jer- Jared is also very much so. a, a very huge much problem so. with this. Or Sam is, rather. Because he's still, yeah, Sam's still trying to play the nice guy and still go with everything. Be like, hey, it's okay. Even though I feel like that was the moment where even Sam was like, fuck. Like, I cannot believe what this kid is saying right now i think that sam was still he was kind of the middle point between castiel and dean of like we have to stop him and i want to save him somewhere in the middle there and at this point in my opinion he steps a little bit closer to to being on dean's side of of the situation because that those words they hurt calling it the accident and just like oh i snapped whoops sorry guys anyway uh, i'm doing really great things now like it's just the pain on their faces is real it's also i think that for Sam, this is also absolutely terrifying. Like, there's an element of fear mm-hmm. to this where Sam is worried that he, as the person whose job it is in this thing, to convince Jack to go along with their yeah, plan, yeah. is absolutely terrified throughout this whole thing that he's going to fail and Jack is going to kill both of them. Um, and they manage mm-hmm. to kind of get through this. Uh, like, they, they, they talk about their plan... They say that they want to keep Jack safe from himself and from others. They don't want him to do any, make any more accidents. They've got a plan to give him his soul back, but it's going to require him to kind of hang out in this box for a while. And they're like walking towards the box. This is one of the most like tense moments of Supernatural I've ever seen. I was expecting literally anything could have happened at this moment, and I would have like, okay, sure, whatever. Like I, it's I, w- I just could not expect. I just did not know what was about to happen. It was right here. I was watching this on my lunch break, and right here my lunch ended. And I was like, come, no, come no, on. No, no, fail. Because I had to actually focus on work. But I had to pause it for like another hour before I could watch the last 10 minutes of this episode. It was killing me. Um, Jack, you know, goes along with this. Um, he says mm-hmm. it's okay. He hops in the box. He kind of looks around. He says, not bad. He asks, how long can I, before you know I can come back out? And they tell him, not too long. Uh, Sam's face is just terrified and, and obviously like kind of heartbroken throughout all of this. Uh, eventually Jack lays down and Dean shuts the box and locks it. You can tell that Sam just feels awful about this. And he, he, he walks out and both Sam and Dean can hear Jack shouting for him. He start to, you can tell Jack's getting a little paranoid because it's so dark. And then they just lock the door to the room and walk away. Um, and it's, th- this is awful. This feels bad. I don't, again, I don't think that it's necessarily wrong at this point, but it mm-hmm. feels real fucking bad. It's not wrong, <laughs> but it's bad. Yeah. Um, and I think, so, again, we're, we're operating off of not only did he kill Mary, not only does he have no soul and too much power, uh, not only has he now gone and killed all these people in the last few days in these biblical murders, um, but he's, all, and he's also uh, just called, he's dehumanized Mary in a way by, by his comments, by his carelessness of his words. And it shows that he doesn't really understand what's happening. Um, but then we, we got worms, dude. We got worm guy. Um, anyway, so the boys are all sitting there and they, that's the, uh, sorry, I'm getting all mixed up here. So the, my point with that is not only did all these things happen, but also he started murdering people. So they're literally like, okay, he's actually a threat to the world. He's actively murdering people turning people to salt and doing that worm shit 
and and just that's one wormy guy is more than enough we got to put an end to this right here right now um and we're gonna find out in like a minute that Castiel gets back and he's like i know he did all that other shit but the the murders that was duma duma convinced him that he was doing the right thing he thought that he was like being a good guy so that's not really his fault and it's like this last minute ironic twist that i guess we already know that i almost keep forgetting about even though i did write it down um but because it's right before shit pops off but even the fact that it was duma i think it, i think it, it, it supports dean's it's plan of action exactly. even more but like, it does support if any random yeah, angel can come along and convince this dude to fucking ice a bunch of innocent people in a church then like mm-hmm. that he's a danger to himself and to others like that's the reason that yeah. we're trying to hide him away in this box um again my my whole my whole thing about this is i don't think that this is necessarily a bad plan my my only issue with it is that it's like when they when they sit down at, when Sam and Dean sit down at the kitchen table and they're like drinking about this Sam is like are we just going to keep him there forever and dean's like yep and sam's like i don't know if i can do that <laughs> right mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and that, ethically that's like the, he doesn't think he can handle that, that yeah. that's the thing is like they they need to have a plan for this like it can't be just um like we, we're going to keep him in this box in a room that's apparently like four doors down from the kitchen <laughs> like that's yeah. a little fucking like, weird they wouldn't even do this to like demons right like they this is like hypothetically would be the worst thing they'd ever do to anybody i mean dean was going to do it to himself which is something um but this is the worst thing that they will have hypothetically done to anybody because you know killing them is one thing but eternity um trapped in a box that sucks it sucks pretty bad yes um that that iphone is gonna run out of battery eventually right um you can't so. you can't run a cable in there for the guy i mean give him an ipad like stream some movies we couldn't we couldn't get like like an outlet yeah. in the malik box is that gonna mess up the warding if there's I, I electricity know, i know it? it cuts off angelic powers but like does it interfere with the wi-fi that much <laughs> like can yeah. i can i can, can i watch my streamers I, I, can i watch my mario streamers I, in the mallet box can I, yeah, if, I, if you just let me get on twitch i'll be good for eternity Don't yeah worry. i mean it's, twitch is basically infinite content of other people playing video games i yeah. think that's pretty good can i download some books that's good can i get you know oh Get the they could have hooked him up and problem solved. Um, <laughs> problem solved, but I I I, I do not. think that this is you know it's 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 probably one of the worst things that these people have done to family. I think it's very very comparable to what Dean and Bobby and Castiel did to Sam back in season four or maybe even season five. Yeah. Um, I think it's a lot like that. Like they could not control Sam, they couldn't mm-hmm. trust him, so they locked him up until he got better. And I think that's the part and of I this guess... thing that's that's missing for me is I don't know why Dean exactly has just written off the dude. Uh, and I, I I do. It's because he killed Mary. He's like fuck that dude. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the yeah. that's the vengeance part of this. In fact, that's actually. I'm figuring this out as I say, like that's the reason that Mary had the problem with what Jack did to Nick was the vengeance. He wasn't just doing it to save somebody. Mm. Like Dean is not mm. doing this necessarily out of a pure heart to save people. He's doing it to specifically punish Jack for killing Mary. And that's what makes this. I guess. Yeah. Wrong. It, it, <clears throat> in, a, in a way. Yeah. It's, it's the same thing that co- that started all this. Mary was disappointed in what Jack did. We weren't. <laughs> but now when you look at the big picture, you go, "Oh no, he's literally this is a mirror. He's doing the exact yep. same thing that got them in this situation to begin with." Um, Which makes all of the what would the Winchesters thing do, what would the Winchesters do even more circular and great. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm curious to see how they're going to deal with this. You know, I think a lot of my problems with with Dean and Sam too, but is that they'll have him do these things and then they just decide like we know but we want him to be our good guy again, so yeah. we're just going to reset it and have him not act like that anymore. Um but I want I want them all to deal with this. I want them all to to find a way 
to to work out these feelings one way or another, work out these consequences one way or another, so that we can we can find balance in in everything that's happened. That's um, the um that's the weird thing for me is that like I've seen screenshots of season fifteen and stuff, and you're like, oh well, this is obviously like a like a chill out group, like this is a chilled out like mm-hmm. situation, and I don't know how we go from this to that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like, <I'm>, yeah. <laughs> what what occurs to make all of this stuff happen but um let's finish the episode so uh okay. lucifer shows up to jack and starts kind of egging him on uh you got played man you got you know they they took advantage of you you're an idiot all this i stuff. mean once again lucifer is kind of right <laughs> lucifer is kind of right in this um castiel shows up tells him about duma immediately reacts absolutely not uh that we're not going to do this to jack when he hears about the malik box Inside the Malik box, uh, Jack tries to start breaking out. Um, his eyes flash once uh, into the like gold color, and he like blasts the top, and it doesn't work. Lucifer's mm-hmm. laughing at him. Um, and then we have one more cutback to Castiel, where he accuses them of manipulating Jack yep. as well, which is just what Lucifer tried to do. It's what Duma just did. Yep. It's They are now doing the same thing that other people were doing. What would the Winchesters um, do? What would the Winchesters do? Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. That is very interesting it presents a very complex problem Mm -hmm. um that on paper as like a surface level supernatural fan you go like oh yeah no they're they're heroes but then you think like one of the all the shady fucked up stuff that they've had to do for quote unquote the greater good but like it actually i'm i'm kind of glad that maybe they're wrestling with the what would the winchesters do and then paralleling them with these other people who also manipulated i'm glad that actually castiel yeah he's castiel's there to kind of be their foil in this this situation because regardless of whether or not it's gene's plan sam is still going along with it even if he's got problems with it he's still going along with it so he's as culpable as, as dean um yeah that's really interesting i'm glad you brought that up yeah it's um it this is already like morally and ethically gray and 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 interesting and fun to talk about but like looping back around to like you know what what is the limit like we and we've had these conver- this isn't new to supernatural like this isn't new to monster mm. of the week podcast like we we've had these kind of circular arguments about you know do we kill monsters or do we hunt evil right like we've had this since the very right. beginning but i think it's presented in kind of a really great way with hey here's this family member who's not quite a family member but actually a family member who has this power but is you know untrustworthy like it goes back to it but it does it in a really unique and i think uh, compelling mm. way to to use a, a terrible word um Cassiel is super pissed he accuses them of manipulating jack jack kind of goes all out this time using his power we see the sigils on the outside of the mallet box start to glow and burn uh dean tells castiel he wish he could he could just forget about jack completely entirely um Mm. which is a weird line to me and then the the whole bunker shakes as if it was a there was an explosion the red lights of the bunker come on which is one of my favorite things that the bunker does yeah Um, they rush down they find the door like blown off they find the box blown to bits and jack is in the smoke with his eyes glowing uh looking menacing as fuck uh, it's a very very cool visual extremely they just terrifying. created they just yeah. created season 15's villain absolutely like, yeah um like and you get to in like you know over the course of several episodes but really just this like final moment of like he's getting there he's getting there you can pull him back at any moment it'll be okay you pull him back at any moment jack will be a good guy again and then they put him in the box and before even castiel he's like their last hope of i mean i guess jack's last hope of becoming or not becoming a villain Castiel is there. He's telling you guys manipulated him. What you did was wrong. But before Castiel can do anything, can't even go in and say to Jack, hey, I'm here. We're going to figure this out. Just wait. Be cool. Before any of that can happen, 
Jack bursts out. It's too late. There's there's no going back now. Um, and then we see, you know, Jack 2.0 step out of this fog with the glowing eyes, and it's it's such a cool visual. Uh, and it all just falls together really well. Um, and this is only the penultimate episode. Um, but I gotta say, I'm very satisfied with how things have turned out because I've been pretty hard on season 14. And but right here, the, you know, it's it's tumbling into place, and I'm and I'm here for it. Yeah, this is this is all really really very good. I I. I don't know how you get out of this, and I really hope it's it takes a, a cue from season eleven, where Dean was able to talk his way out of this. I'd, I'd very much like for this to be mm. like a like an ethical discussion of what's right and what's wrong. Yeah. And who like you killed our mother? Well, you lied to me in a box. Like you 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 lied to me. Well, yeah, but you killed our mother. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, you know, one of those kind of things of going back and forth a little bit. So I'll be interested to see how this wraps up. Like I, I'm I'm extremely curious, and I'm kind of. Entrance. I've been. I was like, Chris, let's record. Let's record. Like, you know, you have a real job that you have to do stuff in. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'll, I'll really the only reason I wanted to record is so I could just rush and watch the next one. But I didn't yeah, want to watch the next one as soon as before as this. As soon one. as I watched, <laughs> as soon as I watched this episode, I go, "Oh, that's why you wanted to do yes. it." I was like, "Let's do it." I want to get <laughs> the really, this shit really done. wants to know what's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't blame you. Yeah. Uh, any any last thoughts? I don't have a lot of like some. I feel like I talked throughout this episode of, of we had a lot to say yeah. and i'm and i'm you know this episode helped me come to terms with everything that i was going on with dean um it's funny i have less opinions on sam now because sam doesn't do a whole lot um but overall no I'm, I'm very happy with this um i'm i'm curious very as always to see what happens next me too i'm super curious i uh very excited about supernatural It'll be interesting to see how this translates into like a end of the show type situation which is what we're going into yeah, we're right? getting there so um thank you everybody for listening thank you to our patrons over patreon.com slash monster of the week i mentioned it very briefly earlier but at the end of every season we do a uh, feedback episode where you can write in tell us about your thoughts and feelings on season 14 or the podcast or supernatural in general we've got some people that have already done that shout out so thank you very much go ahead and get all of those in uh you can monsterweek.cool slash contact you can DM us on any of our social media platforms that you follow us on. I'll, I'll, I'll collate all of that stuff. Um, and yeah, just, you know, thank you everybody for listening. We, we, we continue yeah. to get nice messages and reviews and, and cool stuff. If you're the person that left a really, really nice review and then changed it from five stars to one star, just get at us. I don't think you meant to do yeah. that. I think it was a bad click. Get at us. <laughs> Put it back to five. We only have one one-star Please. review, and it's for a guy that I had to ban yeah. from our Discord for being a jackass. Mm. Like, mm. Yeah, just change that back to five stars, dog. Like, be on, the, be on Team Monster of the Week. Uh, what did we say? What did we do? What did we do? Yeah, why didn't you change the text? To at least tell us what uh, we did. Did I ban you from the Discord for being a jackass? I don't think uh, so. Um, <laughs> anyway, thank you, everybody, for listening. We will be back next week with All Hell Breaks Loose on a shocking season finale. Y'all always saying all hell breaks all loose all the time. Maybe that. Maybe this is. This time it's for real. Though. Maybe this one. It's okay. Anyway, bye everybody. Bye. Oh, Chris Moser. Hey, hang on. I'm, um, I was troubleshooting because I'm like half a foot too high for my internet to be at full power. I don't understand why, but literally when I lower it down, 
it, the internet speed goes up. Um, but then my headphones don't reach me, so I'm trying to build a stack of something. <laughs> With a life and times of Chris Moser, it's a fun book, you know? I'm glad I get to live through it so I don't have to read it later, but it's a fun book. Do I sound clear? Can you hear me? Yeah, you're fine. Okay, I think I'll be all right. My laptop is um, at about knee height right now, um, and I'm at full Chris height, so you know. That's there you um, go. It's really that's weird, Chris. I don't know. I don't know what you've got going on over there, but it sounds weird. It sounds gross. Well, because of the um, you know the old pipes in the old house. And all the old ghosts in the walls. Um, I think they interfere with the Wi-Fi a little bit. You think so? It's literally just so the one corner where I've been standing to record um, is the only area where in my in my bedroom where the Wi-Fi signal drops out. Um, I don't know what's going on with the <laughs> Wi-Fi. It's back <laughs> in the kitchen. It works in the kitchen. I was down there today, and I was like, hey, what do you know? Internet in more than one room in this house. Did, um, um, did the... Did, did did somebody die in that corner? Is that what we're the you know there was a secret there was a secret I think it was like a gun closet okay. um like you had to remove a hidden panel in the regular closet uh, and behind that I was told that the previous owner kept their weapons in there um, could have been one of them was cursed um, one of them itself was haunted and that residual haunting has sort of just bled into this little corner that I'm in. I'm, t- I'm telling you, man, it's an old house. Um, but I didn't come here today to talk about my Wi-Fi as much as it seems. What like do you, that's what what'd you I come here to, to talk do. about? Tell me what's, the, what's I in just, your mind. I just, uh, as I was setting up, you know, I'm finishing up work uh, and, then I, <laughs> and then I remembered that earlier today I sent you uh, a video of myself singing our new theme song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you did. So, you know, a lot, of the, a lot of listeners don't realize that I'm Sort of the songbird of Monster of the Week. It's true. Um, that'll probably make it you've in the called video me that. at some point. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll probably save yeah, that video. It, outtakes. Yeah, yeah. Outtakes. That'll, that'll be Not, outtakes. Don't use the video. Just use the audio. No, no, no. Gonna, gonna use the video. I think it's the, very funny. The video's just me. You chose you chose a weird a cover to, to of the song mm-hmm. that we're covering, I thought. thought so I was gonna... trying to... I won't I won't say what it was, but um, I was trying to find a different cover, and couldn't it just doesn't exist on youtube i guess um so i went with that one which we've previously listened to so instead of just going with the normal one (laughs) i have to say uh there's two people besides you and i that have uh viewed our uh lyrics so far document um because i like to get feedback from people i like to get some help yeah 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 you know, voices and perspective outside of my own is what I'm looking for. Sure, and, uh, sure. That getting to that section is always a lot of fun because, like, like it's the most feedback out of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's mm-hmm. definitely like mm-hmm. that. Oh, that really works, mm-hmm. kind of thing. So it's um, looking forward to a bunch of people hearing that because I think it's gonna be really good. Yeah. Hey, we're not that far away from it. As much as we're trying to act like this is in the distant future, it's yeah. not. It's um, it's really really close, which I am extremely nervous about. So. Well, you know, done it fifteen times before. No, not really. We've only been doing it since what season twelve. So in this we, in this we way, s- we started with season eleven. That was when we did the uh, 
Is that Hunks of Summer? No, no, that's um, and I, I'll start Who's with this. That's uh, Simple and Clean. Um, oh, so right. that, that's when we started. Right. Like, I, like, I forgot that they there were songs before you started making music videos. Yeah, yeah. Which I've I've always said I wanted to go back and do a music video to Simple and Clean. So I, I might do that mm-hmm. one day. Uh, but we did Simple and Clean, and then we did The Boys Are Back in Town, and then but do I have that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's right. Because Hunks of Summer was season twelve, yeah. So it was ten was Simple and Clean, eleven Hunks was Boys Are Back in Town, twelve was yeah, 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 yeah and then yeah. thirteen, Nailed thirteen it. was uh, um, November Rain, Rain or and Winchester then fourteen when uh, Careless Hunters, Careless Whisper, and then there season fifteen go. will be beep. Yeah. Um, um, look forward to hearing me sing it. Um, Jeremy got me to do it this time. Yep. And I think everyone's going to be really pleased. And I, I have to say, like, if you had not have sung it, if you had not sent me that video, I don't like if you had just typed that to me, I don't think I would have thought it would have worked. Like it, it took yeah. you. It took somebody seeing it to make. Oh, 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 that does That's, work. It was That's so weird. <laughs> it was the only way. It was the only way to get it across. I think I had maybe like a while ago sent you that. And then as I'm typing it, I'm like, it doesn't it just sounds like I'm I'm saying nothing. Like it it's just like I sent him a sentence. It doesn't sound like lyrics. I was like, I have to sing it. It's the only exactly. way. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad you did. I'm very glad you did. Thank you. Thank you. Um I survived a hurricane. Thank you. If you, want, if you want to talk <laughs> you about survived another another goddamn hurricane. Another goddamn I was expecting hurricane. us to get hit with a hurricane, but it's too many hills. There's just yeah, too many hills. You got you, you had one aiming coming right for you. You guys were about to get creamed, but it did. And it just like rained like a little, and that was yeah. it. Um I got extremely lucky. Like Ida was looking like she was at one point I was looking at a graph that was like my specific place in the parish was getting 100 mile an hour winds and all of that stuff is like yeah. you know predictive and they're doing the best they can like i'm not gonna front on anybody that to get stuff wrong because they're they're trying their best to, to let people know um but i was like like sunday morning i woke up uh i had a i'd bought a generator i moved my whole you've seen kind of the outside pictures that i like we put together a little carport kitchen kind of situation mm. like with a grill and a table and all this so I moved all of that shit like inside because I didn't want like 100 mile an hour winds. Like it will turn a grill into a weapon of mass destruction. Like I don't want that to happen. Um, and I did all of that, and then like absolutely nothing happened. It hit it hit land Sunday night at like eight o'clock, and then just veered fucking eastward and destroyed southeast Louisiana. So RIP. After they've already been bodied like a hundred times in the last two years. Yeah, it's been it's been pretty rough. Uh, we and we've gotten really really lucky. When I say we, like the area of Louisiana I live in, um, mm-hmm. we have been kind of in between the major storms. And like you know, last year I was without power for five days and all that stuff. Like, but we had no damage to the house. We had no flooding. We weren't you know, we were we were really really lucky. And yeah, yeah I'm just I just look at the Gulf and I look at the Atlantic and I'm like, is another one gonna come? <laughs> like, what's happening yeah, now? I, I, I don't even know how people recover from this. Like. I mean, they haven't in a lot of places. Yeah, it's um, you know, people are gonna rebuild. Um, they there's a lot of I, I really hate post hurricanes. You get a lot, and this is especially since Katrina, but I think really since the advent of social media, it's like, well, why would you ever want to live there? And like, I don't, I don't know, because people are fucking from there. Like, you know, people live there. Yeah. Their job is there. Yeah. Their, the land you they own is there. You, Their yeah, family just... is there. I mean, like. Right. <clears throat> It's it doesn't ridic- make sense as much as as much as you want to say, oh yeah, why why would you live there? But like, 
because I'm. This is my home. This is my fucking home. I'll yeah. live here until it's underwater. That's kind of how I feel here. I mean, we don't have to put up with anything like that. But like, even with like the snow, like my uncle finally moved moved away after like fifty years. But I can't. I'm just like, no. I'm just you bury me in snow. I live here. This is my home. This is. I'm. I'm just here forever, no matter what happens. And like, how many people do you know that has moved across the country? Um, that you know several times throughout the course of their lifetime that have a family that don't you know work for the military mm-hmm. or something you know what i'm saying like right. it's right. most people will settle within a couple of hundred miles of where they grew up and there's there's reasons for that shit i moved away and then was like mm-hmm. oh actually i kind of miss and I, it's weird to think about it now because i don't hang out with them at all <laughs> but it's like oh i kind of miss my family let's move back to louisiana yeah. Um, and now I'm like, wow, you guys aren't vaccinated. Yay. Let's never hang out again. <laughs> I, miss, I miss being able to ignore my family. In person. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, so it's it's weird when you see like that kind of negative energy coming out. Um, I've seen social media posts where people are, are saying that it, it doesn't even actually exist, that it's man-made to distract from the Afghanistan problem. And I'm like, you guys just need to like look mm. at some pictures of, on the news, man. Like, yeah. I don't know what to what to tell you, but people are devastated. First of all, nothing, nothing's distracted from Afghanistan. <laughs> yeah. People are still talking about that. Um, but like, I mean, my dad was lucky. He got power within 24 hours, but there's, you know, Jefferson Parish, there's areas that won't have water for five or six days. And they're saying like maybe 21 days before power gets turned back on. Yeah. That's like one of the largest towers that feed, one of the largest electrical towers that feed New Orleans was literally in the river. Like it, it was, it went into the Mississippi. It's not, it's not there anymore. Yeah. Like you can't just build and a I fucking tower. So the, the news almost spins it as if like, Oh, this is just what these people go through. People in that area, they're used to it. But like, no, I mean, I guess to a, to a degree, but at the same time, it's like people, people listen to podcasts there. People have iPhones. People have all these things that we, like I am engaging with every single day of my life that they probably engage with every single day of their life. And suddenly, nope, you can't. You're fucking underwater and you got to deal with it, your house floating away. Um, I think same same thing with COVID. People seem to be real quick to just automatically be like, no, those aren't, uh, those aren't people. Like everyone in Texas voted for a guy I hate and we should just wipe them all out, let them die of COVID. Be like, you can't. You can't. Yeah. You can't really just. You can't think that way. I understand people, you know, have knee jerk reactions. People say shit like that. They don't mean it. Um, but I, I just see it a lot from people that I like. Just be people who I know in like real life who are like very left leading, but it's suddenly just like, oh, if the well, if we just got rid of the South, let them leave, let all these people die or whatever. I'm like, dude, that's pretty fucked up. <laughs> I it don't is, think you realize what you're saying. It's extremely <laughs> fucked up, and it's like it's and it's really frustrating because. The South is the perfect example of, especially with the climate change, of like, we're living in this country's future. Like, if y- mm-hmm. you could look at the South and see just how broken our our public systems are, how broken our, our, our ability to fight climate change is, and you could extrapolate like, oh, this is going to be across the country. Like, there's going to be a time where our, like a fucking hurricane is going to be so strong that it goes mm-hmm. up to fucking Dallas, Texas, and they're not going to have any idea how to to, to to deal with it. And someone's going to be like, well, you shouldn't live in Dallas. Like, no, we all have to kind of come together and like figure out how to <laughs> how to help yeah. each other during yep. these times. Yep. And like there's that that elite, like just let the South die or, you know, red states did it to themselves is so fucking untrue. Like we are like every single southern state like you can look at louisiana as as a prime example there is a large group of left leftist people who are fighting 
to the nail for mm-hmm. every fucking thing that they can. Slivers of, of, of mm-hmm. rights and access and benefits and money and just anything Fighting that they can get their hands on. a hell on. of a lot harder than anybody up here in liberal Massachusetts is doing. Everybody just sits on their asses mm-hmm. and they're like, well, we actually just, we just want to be rich, middle-class people and actually just talk about things and not do anything. Um, it's the people in these red states that everyone wants to just dismiss that are... <laughs> like fighting for their lives and it's it's so frustrating like there's no i saw a a a person that i follow on twitter was talking about like how well the volunteer fire department system works in the south Mm. because there's a lot of volunteer fire department stations that are mainly manned by you know people from the community to hey there's a fire we don't have a proper fire station because the parish can't afford to put one out here. Let's all get together, jump on the truck, and go take care of it. Like that's like mm-hmm. mu- literally mutual aid. Like that is that's, what socialism yeah. is. It, it's just not the removed from all of the Fox News like mm-hmm. branding or whatever. And how we could easily do that in for hurricanes and things like that, but like we just don't do it. <laughs> like, we nope. just we just rely on all these other systems that aren't helping. Our fucking the there's a representative today. And I, I don't even want to say his name because I hate the dude so. I, I, the thing you retweeted, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, that's dude like, just uh, oh, well, like what the people of Louisiana really need is that eighty-five million dollars of, you know, military military ap- apparatus that we Afghan- left in <laughs> Afghanistan. And is, I'm like, is that what's gonna help right fucking now? No, no, dude. What people need is is diapers and ice. <laughs> like, if you really yeah. want to get down to it, like that's probably <laughs> diapers, ice, and like a ham sandwich. Like those three things would solve a lot of problems in Southeast Louisiana mm-hmm. right now. And he's he's from like his region is Lake Charles, which was the one that was hit by Laura. Then immediately afterwards, Delta last year, and like you could drive through Lake Charles right now and still see blue tarps on the scene on on roofs. Like it's Damn. it's 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 just as bad. Like it hasn't gotten any better over there. And like I, I put lay a lot of that at that dude's feet because mm-hmm. where you at, dog? <laughs> oh, where you I at? know where you're at. You're talking about like not getting the vaccine and you got COVID twice. Like that's where you're at. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, I'm sorry. We haven't made a joke in a long time, and these are these outtakes um, are usually a lot funnier. So I don't know. So well, on that on that same point to everything you're saying, uh, Kanye released Donda. Yeah, yeah. This is a national disaster. It segues immediately into yet another national disaster we have to talk about. Um, I haven't been able to finish listening to it yet. I've tried several times. That's partly because it's two hours long. I'd rather go to church. Church is shorter than Donda. Um, it's uh, it's not interesting or good to listen to. Some of the other, uh, I think I said this a couple weeks ago. We were talking about music. Some of his like other uh, religious albums that have come out in the last couple of years. I can't remember what any of them were called. Some of them have really cool productions, and I'm like, oh, if if it wasn't him on the track right now talking about Chick Fil A, this would be like a cool sounding song. Yeah. Haven't really experienced any of that with Donda. I'm trying, man. As the podcast outtakes listeners know. Uh, I went to a Kanye West concert, man. I was all in 10 years ago, all right? I was in. I was all about it. I I I thought he was so self-aware. I thought he was commenting on on his own lifestyle and and just so much. I thought he he was just in it, and he he knew knew what he was doing, and now I just don't really know if that's true anymore. It's it's, it's wild because, like, you think back to his early, early albums— when you know he's 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 talking about what you would consider social issues and mm-hmm. in the context of 2021 i'm like were you just kind of like parroting because i don't think that you actually i don't think that kanye west is stupid by any stretch of the imagination like i think that dude no. is is a brilliant artist who is just way off the fucking track at this point like to the point where like i i don't know man like i, I cannot follow you down this path kanye but 
Um, I I don't I like I, I look at some of those earlier earlier things that he did, and I'm like, were you literally just kind of like parroting? Like, did someone give you a book? Like, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. something that I always thought about uh, Donald Trump, which is that that dude will just recite the last thing that somebody said to him. Like, if a smart guy <laughs> tells him, like, ivermectin cures COVID, he's going to go out to a podium and he's going to say ivermectin cures COVID. And I kind of feel like Connie is kind of the same way now. Like, somebody mm-hmm. real close to him was like, dude, you got to get in t- back in touch with Jesus. That's what's wrong with your life. And that's why you're losing your family. He went, and all that. He and went he, oh, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. And he fucking g- went, to, went, to, <laughs> went to the church version of Tractor Supply and bought a bunch of the church yep. version of ivermectin and just fucking snorted that shit. And, you know, it, yeah, dude. I was I was telling you the other day. So the first time I remember watching the um, him perform on SNL, somebody I was hanging out with people. They were watching SNL, and then Kanye comes on. Everyone's like, "Oh, Chris is your guys here?" I was like, "Oh, cool. All right, yeah, yeah. I'm the one Kanye guy in this group, I guess. It's 2012 or 2013, whatever he fucking year it was." Um, and then he Kanye comes on and he performs uh, "Black Skinhead" and "New Slaves," and I was like, "Holy fucking shit!" Like the performances are really great. He's just like, he's out of there. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's losing his mind. Um, and they were so cool. And I was like, holy shit, Kanye, like what, what's, what's this album going to be? And then the album comes out and then you have, um, those two songs and then you have like blood on the leaves, which like this, this serious sample. And you think he's going to be tackling these serious issues and in a way he is, but then he's also just talking about like Jay-Z getting a girl pregnant by accident or something like that. Like (laughs) it it just, he, he, he kept leaning back into like, well, hold on. Let me stop talking about these serious racial issues. And let me just, uh, let me just focus on some big butts for a few songs. Well, that Um, that album specifically, I'm pretty sure it's this one and I use this. Like it has the, the song about Taylor Swift, right? Like, I oh made, yeah, I, I made that bitch famous. Whatever it was, yeah. Quote, oh, that like, was a uh, Pablo, Life of Pablo. That was okay. I'm getting it wrong. My bad. I'll take that back. But yeah, that, that's the kind of stuff that you have to deal with with Kanye, where he like says something that you're like, oh, is that deep? And then immediately afterward, followed up by Big Butch Threesome or Taylor Swift is is a bitch for some mm-hmm. reason. Like fuck that. Yeah, it's 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 real crazy. I remember. So you listen to first couple songs, um, and then. I think it's I am a God is like track three or something like that. And it's like, oh, this is like the Kanye complex where he literally thinks he's a God. Um, that's the public perception of him who, you know, he puts himself no- number one or whatever. Um, and then so he raps this whole song and he, there's a lot of it that really felt like it was very tongue in cheek. He's just playing along. And then there's the end where like the beat changes and he just starts screaming and like hyperventilating. Yep. Um, and it was like, holy shit, like, I don't even know what you're saying, but like, you're saying something, right? Like, it's the weight of all of these things that you've put on yourself. And they're now, I, like, I don't know, I created this narrative of like, this is like, this means something, right? And then you just get to like, Bound 2 or whatever the last song of that album is where he's riding on the with on the motorcycle with Kim mm-hmm. in the music video. And I was like, what, what happened? How did we end up here? <laughs> I thought we, we do? were doing something. What did we do? Yeah. <laughs> we, where was the thesis statement? And like, not, not every artist and not every album and not every piece of work has to be one thing or of course the other not. right of like course but not. at the same right. time like the the opposites are so polar opposites from one another like mm-hmm. the, the like they there is such a wide swing between something like black skinhead and bound where you got to get lost in the mix and you're like i don't understand anything that you're doing mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. loops around for me to that thing that i hate the most where it stops feeling like genuine art and it starts feeling like oh this is a thing that you have made that you want people to think is art because it helps you sell all this other stuff. And like, Mm -hmm. I feel like you can definitely look at various albums that have come out over the years and like kind of, and target them and say like, Oh yeah, that's that's definitely what you're doing. Right. Like, and not just Kanye, but just across like any, no, when I think of like any of the, like 
well, we, again, another thing we talked about, like those like emo bands or pop up bands that I was into, it's like they would have their like one super like catchy or whatever like song that like blew up in in the community or the scene or whatever, and then you get that album and you'd be like, all right, there's like four good songs on here and there's and it's a thirteen track album and you realize like, oh, the rest of this like the studio was like, yeah, we just signed you and now you need to you need to pump out a bunch more songs. So like everybody's guilty of just churning out that crap in between the hits. Um, but I think I had built Kanye up to such a degree in my head. And maybe maybe that was part of his thesis statement was like you build yourself up so high you can never live up to those expectations. But I don't know. I dawned a man. I can't I literally can't finish it. It's yeah. just it's it's too much. Every song's like six minutes long. And what's wild is like the one before this one. Like we've been through this one before, Chris. Like we've been through this whole thing. Like when the quote unquote gospel album came out, I was like, Oh, you know, I think this is gonna be dope. I've listened to hip hop that samples gospel. And if you have someone like right, Kanye right. doing that with the level of production that he brings to it, with the level of artistry that he normally brings to this stuff, and then he actually believes it, like that's that's interesting. That's an interesting like and then the music is unlistenable. Like it's just so mm-hmm. Navel gazy, not shoe gazy, <laughs> navel gazy, navel gazy. Uh, <laughs> Kanye was going shoe gaze would be a pretty large twist, but um, it's just very navel. Like you know, the first track on Donda is just like somebody chanting Donda, Donda, Donda over and again. And, and like I've yeah. listened to the Beatles, I, 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 people people have been doing this shit yeah. for years, man. Like I uh-huh, I get uh-huh. it, but like at the same time, when I'm watching you like on fucking videos on the internet. And you have recreated your mother's house in a stadium, and you bring you know two notoriously <laughs> two two guys on stage with you that have current sexual assault cases against them as some sort of commentary question mark like I don't know what else yeah. I don't know why else you would I have Marilyn Manson and the baby on at the same time if you weren't mm-hmm. trying to make some sort of commentary and i i I, just, I don't know dude i I can't make myself listen to a lot of it now. It's because I'm like I'm looking for a good beat and I'm looking for a good rap, and like that didn't even happen until track like three or four. And even then, I was like, I've I've just heard a lot better lately. Like, there's rap and hip hop has just left Kanye West in the fucking dust at this point. Yep, I'm on. I mean, it's the sad truth, but this is gonna be a bad episode for Jeremy. I'm not gonna make a joke. I'm just gonna be yelling about stuff, man. I'm on. You know, you know who put out a pretty cool album? Is um, I always say her name wrong, and Jess makes fun of me. Is uh, Halsey? Halsey? I always I think I say Halsey, Mm -hmm. and it's just Halsey. I don't know. Um, and Jess Jess loves her. Um, she's I mean she's cool. Whatever. Um, but this one is produced by fucking. Trent Reznor, like we go. got Nine Inch Nails production. Hell it's yeah. like a really cool album. <laughs> like for this, it came out at the same time as Donda, and I was like, I guess I'm just listening to this pop album instead. It's way cooler, it's way better, and and way more interesting to listen to. Like who knew? Yeah. <laughs> um, who knew? Thanks, Jess. <laughs> friend of the show, Jess. Friend of the friend of the show, Jess. Um, all right, should we talk about Supernatural? Yep, let's get it over with. Let's see if my voice can get any higher before we get. <laughs> Now Turned you, to Mickey Mouse on the track. Now you're really gonna be singing on the on the next song. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> well, I almost started singing it. That would have been a spoiler. <laughs>